It's Solomon here, and uh, we got David and Mikey here. Hi, how are What's you? What's up? And uh, we're ready for our, our next episode of Sporting DSM. Big episode this one is. Uh, first of all, before we start the episode, uh, I, I just want to say that uh, David Stern, former commissioner of the NBA, passed away on New Year's Day. That man uh, gave a lot to the league, and uh, he really contributed the most that he could. Rest uh, in peace, big man. Yeah. All right. We, uh, I'll send our condolences. Send our condolences to the family. family. That's right. And During this hard time. Our prayers are with you. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this week's organizer is Solomon Mandelawi, and he has a long list. But yeah. before we share. start, let's start off on a positive note as well. Congratulations right. to Alfred Payton on yeah. the baby daughter. Yeah, that's right. New uh, daughter in the family for Alfred Payton. Yeah, that's why he's out tonight versus the uh, Clippers. Los Angeles Clippers. Uh huh. Kadeem Allen got the call. Yeah. And yeah. And they blew that forty-point uh, first quarter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Not te- not terribly, at least. Yeah. Listen, we scored forty-five points in the first half, and then the Clippers scored not the forty-seven. First half, the first, the first quarter. quarter. Yeah, sorry, sorry. And then the Clippers scored forty-seven in the second quarter. And then, uh, I don't know what was going on with all those texts. Oh, my God. All right. And uh, we, if we're, we're talking about next, we got to talk about their defense. Me and David were just watching the game. And it's, it's, we were saying that it's stressful to watch this game because of the freaking defense, man. You look at the Clippers. They have the ball. They're going to set a pick, right? Yeah. The Knicks, and I, I know they say this every, every episode, but... The Knicks don't defend up on the pick. They don't show on the pick. They need to play defense, man. Fair if, enough. If the point guard has the ball and somebody sets him a pick and and he sees the defender is in the paint, the defender is supposed to pick up and is in the paint. So is he going to drive in and go towards the defender and get blocked? Or is he going to take a, a wide open shot? And that's what's happening. And you can't give them the open shot. You have to switch. Yeah, exactly. You got to switch. You got to uh, stay with the ball. All right? And there, there were two plays in a row. Two plays in a row. Lou Williams had the ball. And he had a pick on either side. Two picks. And both the defenders, both defenders were in the paint. Both defenders. He had two defenders in the paint. One defender was screened. And Lou Williams had a wide open shot. Wide open. He probably hit it, I'm guessing. And this doesn't make sense. I was telling David, it doesn't make sense. Because where's Mike Miller's head at when he sees this again and again and again? Where's your head at, Mike Miller? Do you, does he see it happening? Does he know that it's happening? Is he telling the players to, to what what to do? If he does see it happening, he's going to have to improve on it. Yes. Yes. And this, is ha- this has been happening all season. Not just with Miller. With Fizzle also. I feel like, yeah, you said it yourself right there. He probably does tell them. It's just they don't do it. They don't, they don't execute it. Mitch just sits there in the paint. Portis just sits there in the paint. Taj just sits there in the paint. They don't step up. The amount of off-ball screens they were running this game and the amount of times Paul George was hitting wide-open three-pointers, Patrick Patterson, Jermichael Green, making them look like Clay Thompson and Steph Curry from how wide open they were. Just money, money, money. They yeah. were 16 for 26 at a point. That's 61%. Is that 
No. It's not. It really isn't. And you said that uh, the players, they don't listen to the coach, right? So then uh, this this uh, takes us back to David Fisdale. Is Was it really his fault? And you, you, you could make an argument now that it's not his fault because the players aren't listening to him. But, but uh, I, it, it, it really is his fault. It truly is his fault because if, if, if you look at the, uh, if you look at the, the, what's happening out there, if you look at the wins, all right, everything at the end will translate into wins, and that just wasn't happening with Fisdale. Right, it wasn't happening in Fisdale. We couldn't make the jump from what was going on, from the stats, to wins, and that's that. That was that's what inspired the coach change, I think. Uh, all right. So, with that, I think we can move on to the first thing on my list: the Aaron Fox and the Kings offense. That's right, the Aaron Fox. This Ooh. week, uh, he came out and and uh, said, "This is a quote from the Aaron Fox. Uh, a lot of times for us, we see the ball go through the basket, and I think that sometimes guys put their head down instead of getting it out and trying to score quickly. But that's just something where our mentality has to change, right? Now after." Ranking number three in the league in pace last season, the Kings have been the slowest team in the league this year, despite Luke Walton constantly imploring his guys to push the tempo. Right? So, the the Sacramento Kings went from the third fastest team in the league to the slowest team in the league behind De'Aaron Fox. And here's the reason why, folks. It's because De'Aaron Fox is not the focal point of their offense. Is Buddy healed now? No, who no, I don't. It? I don't think it's healed either because so healed, healed said he wants to get Definitely more involved in the game. No, oh, it's not Bogdanovich or Bielitsa. Right, I, uh, I, I. They don't have a focal point on right. Offense. They, they really don't. They don't they really have don't. that. That's Listen, what they lack. Yeah, yeah you're right. It should be Fox. It really should be the Aaron Fox, but it's not. It's not for some reason. It's not. It's, it's like. Sorry to interrupt you, but it's like yeah. for the Knicks, it's Marcus Morris. You right. saw it in the Knicks game versus the Clippers. Yeah, Fox he's is, doing everything. Uh-huh. Darren Fox is a mitigated overall on a team with like all mid seventies. Right. Listen, Darren Fox is a very fast player. He's one of the fastest right. guys in the league, and yeah. he's saying that the rest of the team needs to keep up with him. Right. All right. That's essentially what he's saying, because he's he's is he too fast for them, or or is he right, or is he right? Do they need to pick up the pace? Every team definitely needs to pick up the pace somehow, some way. Like, there's that. Always. But really, to put it into thought, I do think the Aaron Fox has to be that focal point on the offense that yeah. they lack. Yes, I agree. It should be. Yeah, I mean, look, they don't really have shooters on the team except for Buddy Heald. Right. And, I mean, Bogdanovich is he's, yeah. he's a Bogdanovich good scorer. Bogdanovich can shoot. Yeah, but I mean, you're right. They don't have a guy to just give the ball to and just like, okay, let's go. ISO, do something. Except right. the Aaron Fox. And yeah. Fox right. doesn't really know He's not doing that. a good job for yeah. that. Yeah. So, they, don't, they don't really have a guy to say, here's the ball, here's the offense. Now score some points with the team. Yeah. Yeah, make something. Make something happen. So is it that they play too fast? Is it that the Aaron Fox pushes the pace a little too much? Uh, no, I don't think so because, like he said, when they get that that uh, rebound, when, when or when when the ball goes through the hoop, is what he said, they just put their head down and uh. and they don't immediately. And what Fox is doing is when the ball goes through the hoop, he's not thinking about that. He's thinking about let's get let's get our basket now. Yeah. He's thinking about okay, that happened to us. Now we're gonna do it back to them. Right now, let's go. Come on, come on, push the pace, push the pace. Let's go. Uh. They scored. Okay, give me the ball. Let's go. It's going right now. It's a it's it's his mentality. 
It's it's his mentality. The Kings are probably going to be doing some shopping for trades right now. Yeah, they're they're so going to be doing that maybe trade maybe. I could see it happening. Yeah, they're um, going to have to dig deep. But Solomon, I, I uh, before you go to your list. Yeah. Uh, this is obviously on your list, but this this keeps bothering me. What do you think about this whole Kevin Love situation? And I I'm not just saying that because I know you're okay. a guy that doesn't really like Kevin Love. Okay. But the fact listen. that he even responded to his GM saying, "Go ahead, I have plenty of money." Okay, listen. First of all, you said I don't like Kevin Love. That's not true. Kevin Love is a very underrated player for where he's at right now. He's very underrated, okay? I just think that he should be on a different team, all right? Uh, now, this whole thing that happened with his GM so and... You like uh, him. Yeah, I love him. He's an amazing player. He's underrated. Ah, okay. He's very Three underrated. Ago, you were slagging him off. Yeah, I, I, we thought the, yeah. Mike and I thought the opposite. L- well, listen. Uh, yeah, don't get confused here, right? I love Kevin Love. He's very underrated. But I, I want him to be... I want this just in the Knicks are down three. Reggie Bullock three from the corner. From yeah. the corner, he just hit a three. But Yo, sorry, that's great. Right, Reggie Bullock. Yeah, what did I say? What did I say to both of you guys? <laughs> yeah, you were right. Back Why trade him? Okay. Why trade him? Uh, back to where I'm at. Now, uh, Kevin Love is a very underrated player. Now, my point is solely that Kevin Love should be on a different team because right now where he's at, he's with a, uh, a team that's supposed to be uh, on the beginning of a rebuild. Now, if you if you're a team that's not giving a rebuild, Kevin Love is uh, uh, he's not a young player, uh, and what what a rebuilding team needs is that. a young player who can uh, who can score and who can get them places. And Kevin Love again is not a guy who can get them places. He'll he'll yeah. take them to the playoffs, but he won't get them out of the first round. Yeah. Look at look at what he did with the Timberwolves. Yep. All right. He couldn't do anything. Can I be honest though? Exactly. That's my point. That's Ricky my point. Rubio and Kevin they went to the playoffs Love, and they never can, left the first round. Can I be? Pretty blunt with you. I don't think a rebuild is gonna happen with signing two oh, mid-level rookies. No, not at that all. That play the listen, same position as well. Listen, Colin exactly. Sexton and Darius Garland are not like the talk that. of the town at all. Right, well, listen, Garland it's Chet. Chetty's not doing much. Okay, well, listen, it's, it's okay. a process. It's a process. These Tristan are the first Thompson steps. is still there. These are the first early yeah, the steps in a process. Yeah, Tristan Thompson's been there. He's been at the Cavaliers yeah. longer than I've been a fan of the league, honestly. Yeah. Have you seen how many teams are interested in him? Yeah, the Celtics, oh they're God. interested in him. He's yeah. not going to go to any yeah, of them. He's, he's looking good. He's looking pretty pretty good on, on the Cavs. And he's still on a trash Cavaliers team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trade is not... Go- like, rebuilding is not going to happen unless you get rid of Chetty Osman, Kevin Love, and Tristan Thompson. Okay, well, this is uh, the, the early stages of the Cavs' rebuild. and Because uh, Sexton they, and Darius Garland aren't enough to for a rebuild. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, they both play the same position. They both play the same uh, position. You can't play them together. Yeah, yeah it's a process. Because Sexton a, a can't process. run the two. From what we've been seeing, when they have had them on the court together, Sexton cannot run the two. Right, yeah. right. So it's, it's just a problem over there. Uh, okay. So I think uh, we're gonna move on here, right? Yeah, let's go. Let's ahead do and it. Move on. Okay. We on? Uh, next, I, I got I got two things out there. Uh, they that tie into each other. First of all, uh, uh, Ben Simmons. Okay. We all we all know it. This is uh, his worst season yet so far. Uh, his worst. Why do you say that? Why do you say his worst? Did he have a better? Did, did he have a? Did he ever have a worse season than this in his entire career? I mean, how many yeah, his actual exactly. rookie year exactly. where he didn't play a single game. Okay, well that that's obviously not doesn't count. Uh, but he he's he's not having a good season. He's really not. And uh, let me tell you why. Because first of all, he's a point guard. Okay. okay. Maybe if this oh, maybe if this was the even even the twenty tens. Maybe if this was the two thousands. Right. Yeah. He he. he 
he would be a great point guard. He would be a great guy at point guard, right? Yeah, but, yeah. but the year is 2020, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody shoots. Everybody shoots, all right? Now, yeah. if you're a point guard who doesn't shoot, that doesn't make sense. Any of, anybody and everybody shoots. Point guards' specialty are shots, all right? I'm pretty sure he only hit one three this season. Yeah, he did. And, and, and he doesn't you'll take never them guess either. who it was against. No, the Knicks. New York yeah. Knicks. And, exactly. And uh, but the, the Fisdale New York Knicks. But I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's just throw that in there. But but the, the Mike Miller New York Knicks are fine and know their mistakes. <laughs> but the problem is he doesn't take those shots. He doesn't take threes at all. Which He's is... scared to shoot. So what happens is when you have a guy like Embiid who draws defense to the to to the center. To the to the basket, right? The the point guard won't be afraid to leave Simmons wide open at the three point line because he's not gonna shoot it. He's not gonna shoot. It doesn't matter how much he has, how much space he's got. He's not gonna shoot it. You do realize Frank Nilakina has a better three point percentage than Ben Simmons. Yes. Which is very yes. sad. That's very terrible. sad. That's terrible. Ben doesn't shoot the three. Imagine right? if Ben had a jump shot. Imagine. I think he'd Imagine. probably be the best point guard in the league. Yes, he would. I agree. I yeah. agree. Going with you know Steph. Yes. And... So here's here's my proposal. To the 76ers when Ben Simmons was in college in his first year his rookie year when he got injured like you said right yeah what position did he play power forward that's right yeah you said power it. forward right power forward because he's six Not foot ten guard. yes yes exactly LeBron's six eight and he's running a point guard why are all these okay, big men starting to become shoot. like I don't, oh, I want to be a point guard now. I think I have the mentality that makes me want to become a point guard. Not everyone's fucking Magic Johnson. I don't have a problem with LeBron at point guard only because he can space the floor. He can stretch the floor. He can draw defenders in to him when he's behind the three-point line. Ben Simmons just can't do that. He can't. And if that's happening, that's a problem for the point guard. That's a big problem. So they need to put him back at power forward. At power so forward. So who's going to run the point guard? It, not him. Where's Tobias Harris going to play? Small forward. So who's going to run point guard if you put Simmons at the four? Exactly. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, but it does. he can't run point Very he much does. Wait a second. It very much does. It very much does. Because you're not going to play Josh Richardson at the one. No, you're not. That's, That's not what I said. Stupid. That's not what I said. So Josh Richardson you... will play the two. Tobias Harris will play the three. So Simmons at the four. So and Embiid at the five. Horford to the bench. Horford will go to the bench. So That's right. To... Ah, bro, you're thinking about this way too much. Leave Simmons where he is. The 76ers are at least in the playoff picture the way they're at now. Don't get me wrong. I don't like that they lost Jimmy Butler. Uh, obviously, the Heat are... It was a trade. There's nothing in their yeah. control. What? What are you talking about? They of traded it was Jimmy in their Butler. Control. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Jimmy he, Butler signed the Heat. He signed. He was a free agent. agent. Yes. No, he agent. was not. I he promise was. you it was a trade. How much do you want to put on it? Who... So who did the Sixers get? I have no money get? to put on it. My so guess, so right, who no, did the no, Sixers get back? No. no, 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 no. Hey, stop. Give me a second. Let me. Let's just check our databases. You have a point, though. One second. Wait. Wow. Uh, wow. Okay. So Ben Simmons. I think he should not play point guard. How did Jimmy Butler go? Why? To the because heat? the only reason he's playing point guard. Is why his playmaking. Well, he skills. offered him the most money. His playmaking skills. Right? The Miami Heat were finalizing a sign and trade deal with the 76ers for Butler for okay. Josh Richardson. So we're we're right and wrong. Right and wrong. Sign and trade. Okay. Okay. Oh, so they agreed to get send them. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. I see okay. Happened. That makes sense. Uh, so Ben Simmons. Wow. Uh, so down five right now with a minute and forty left. In the third. Uh, I, I know this is off topic, but 
Mitchell Robinson, arguably uh, one of the best defenders in this league, is getting bullied. Uh, bullied by Montrez. Mon, Mon, Montrez. Montrez. I'm Harrell. sorry. I'm sorry. Montrez Harrell. Yeah. And it's funny because Mitchell Robinson's length is. Uh, I don't know how to he say has the second biggest wingspan yeah. in all of the NBA. So yeah. how only the behind heck Taco, right? Is it is it Trez's strength that's yes. giving Mitch a hard time? Yes. Trez does have Trez, a big body. That's like heart, what people the, seem to forget when they're going up against the Clippers. I mean, yeah. he is just Trez pounding. kind of worked his way up in the league very much since he's entered because yeah. of his big body and height. Yes, him and, and Lou Williams combined for forty nine yeah. points. And and it, this was not even uh, the start and Kawhi's of the probably not playing because of load management. So, we already know right, that. Yeah, Kawhi's not not in the game. Yeah, is uh, PG playing? PG yes, he is. is playing. Yes. Yeah. How are we so close then? Thought we'd be losing by like twenty. Yeah. Then yeah. I come to forget Mike Miller's actually a solid coach. <laughs> that doesn't clap when we're down by right. that much. Right. Right. Do you feel that Montrez Harrell is a uh, is an upcoming All Star anytime soon? No. Or? No. Give it five in the next five seasons. I feel like he can be. No. He can. I, dis- be. I disagree. Really? He's raising his stock up as we speak, if yeah. anything. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I don't think he'll, he'll, he'll get to that In the that next level. five seasons, you will just see his uh, name on the All-Star ballot. Mark my words. Okay. All right, sure. Maybe. Since we just mentioned the All-Star, you guys saw Alex Caruso has more votes than right. Devin Booker. And so does Taco Fall. Alex Caruso and Taco Fall. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Fall. Alex Caruso has more. Yes. If Alex yes. Caruso becomes an NBA All-Star, time. I am going to oh die God. of laughter. <laughs> That is wow. going to be the funniest All-Star Sunday I ever host in my life. Imagine seeing the Lakers' big three in the All-Star game. LeBron, uh, Anthony Davis, and Caruso. And Taco Fall. <laughs> and throw Taco Fall in that mix. We also, should yeah. do All-Star Saturday in my house again. Yo, oh, yeah, that was crazy. great. That was great. Uh, all the viewers crazy. are welcome to... No, no. no, no, no. <laughs> Relax yourself. Relax yourself. <laughs> Mikey, oh, Mikey's brother makes good chicken wings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honest to God, like <laughs> last year, I remember, I you know I completely forgot this actually. What's I was up? just looking at my phone earlier, and I was looking through like my Instagram story like archive. I wind up seeing Jason Tatum winning the skills challenge again, and I completely forgot how he did it <laughs> until I saw it today. Oh, yeah, you remember how that half was crazy? Shot? That yeah, half court shot, shot versus yeah. Trey Young, Jesus. Uh-huh. Oh my god, that like, was crazy! I remember watching that. We all remember Joe Harris's uh, oh, annihilation yeah. three-point contest, and then we all remember Damn. a bronze player beating Dennis Smith Jr. at the dunk contest. Yeah, typical Dennis Hamidou Smith. Diallo. Hamidou Diallo. Oh my god! Guy thinks he's Superman. Two K rates him at sixty-nine overall. <laughs> they rate Dennis at a seventy-four. Oh my god. There, Dennis had a 74. Dennis is, Dennis is something else. Yeah, he's, uh, oh my god. Uh, what's next on the list? Alright, uh, next on the list. Okay, we're going to keep going. Black screen. So, uh, actually, we're in the middle of talking about Ben Simmons, right? So Ben yeah. Simmons, the reason he's po- he's playing point guard is because he's his playmaking skills, right? Yes. So that doesn't justify to put him at point guard, right? He should still play power forward and he should be a guy who posts up more. Right? It's true. Yeah, thank you. Now, if you put him at power forward, he's going to pull some more, right? Uh, and he, he'll still have that playmaking ability. He'll still be able to, uh, to use that, that, those playmaking skills to the fullest, even if he's at power forward. I'm trying right? to think who the 76ers have on their bench that's like... TJ McConnell? Is he still there? 
I think no. TJ McConnell's no, on the Pacers. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So wow. The, uh, they need a point guard, man. They, they really do need a point guard. Yeah. Josh Richardson can't run the one. Right. That's true. Um, freaking Corkman is a guard. Or is uh, a no, he's yeah, a, he's a small forward. Uh, wow. So they, they, that team plays. has absolutely no depth. They have no depth at all. Once you get past the stars, there's nothing there. There's no depth. Uh, the Clippers. Um, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt again, but yeah, the Clippers have 83 bench points, and the Knicks only have 34. It's because the Clippers off the bench. Because our bench sucks. Because <laughs> the, because the Clippers off the bench have uh, uh, an amazing duo of Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell. Right now, if you compare that. Compare that to the Nets, right? They have a very similar situation with Dinwiddie and Jared Allen, but the only difference is that in the Nets case, this duo is starting, right? right. So you have the Clippers who have yo, a similar lineup yo, 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 yo. to the Nets who are in the playoffs, have a playoff spot right now, and the Clippers have a similar spot on the bench. On the bench. So back to our talking about Ben Simmons. I'm, of course, here on Google because that's what we do best. Uh-huh. I'm looking at... All their players. Yeah. Seems their only backup point guards are Trey Burke and Raul Neto. Oh my god. Raul Neto. You can't start both. You can't start any of them. Oh my god. Trey, Trey Burke used Burke. to be good. That's yeah. what scares he me. He used to be good. Uh, he used to be very to. good. Yeah. Then he went to the Knicks. His career Jeez. just dropped. They need a point guard. Now, if they were to put Ben Simmons at power forward, uh, I, I would try and trade Al Horford for a point guard right away. Because they need a point, and they need depth. So they give them depth. Dennis Smith Jr. Yes, we'll give them. We'll no, gladly no. give them Dennis. We'll give them Taj. Cliff we'll wants anything. to go to the Heat or the Lakers. Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus yes. Morris has thirty-eight points. That's true. That's oh, great. Sorry, yeah, you're okay, right. so Cliff uh, wants to go to just let Cliff do what he wants, even though yeah. he it may or may not be his burner account. <laughs> yeah. So what I said about uh, posting up, right? Uh, now this week we actually saw uh, Russell Westbrook posting up. Uh, a lot. But you need to remember, yeah, Westbrook is genuinely, like, can run anywhere on the floor. It's true. Very it's different true. to Ben Simmons. Yeah. 100%. You can trust Westbrook from anywhere. Like... Not from the three. Not three. A lot of teams don't trust him three. No, no, because... No, when but he, he has his odd shot every yeah. now and then. That yeah, every in. now and then, yes. But when we were... Last episode, we were talking about how the Warriors and Spurs defended Harden, and they put... Uh, two guys on yeah. Harden, and the way they did that was they left Westbrook open from three because they're not scared of of the threat that he poses from there, because they know that he's not a good three point shooter. But I feel like if you could give Westbrook an off season, he could develop that shot and become too lethal. Maybe, maybe, and it's it's possible, it's possible. I'm not gonna say no. Uh, so Ben Simmons posting up, that's huge, that's big, and if point guards would post up more. They would have mismatches all the time. I feel like they just get blocked way too much, especially no. because of their size. No, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. Because if a point guard posts up, they're posting up on another point guard, right? Now, a point depends. guard cannot defend depends. the post-up. If, yeah, it depends. If, if, there's a, uh, if, if there's a switch, right, then you're not posting up a point, right? Then don't post up. Okay? Exactly. But if you have that small point guard on you, then you should post up. doesn't matter who you are. Okay? Uh, if you have a baby, do it. Do it. Take him in, baby. All right. Next, I've got uh, Marcus Morris. Okay. Here we go. This is very the interesting. The boy. Yes. Uh, he has 38 points still right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right now he's got 38 points. 
killing it. And so we just uh, lost to the Los Angeles Clippers by three. Wow. Two-game losing oh streak. Okay. Okay, that's fine. We so, lost to the Suns. We lost to the Clippers. Next Marcus Morris. The, he not, he not wants... Not terrible. Marcus Morris We're wants still above that, like a 33% uh, win rate. Marcus, We're still above a third. So Marcus Morris wants that player option, right? But uh, teams are showing interest in him. So, uh... Clippers, Sixers, yes, several yes. teams. Now listen. So many teams. Here's, here's what I have to say about this. You know, he never... Before you got... You know, he never had that spotlight when he was on the Celtics. Yeah. It was all Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie. Even when right, Kyrie was Kyrie out, Kyrie. Kyrie was here. You know what I really want Marcus Morris to do? Do you guys remember that one scene in The Wolf of Wall Street where uh, Leonardo DiCaprio just says, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> I just want Marcus Morris to hit yeah. that and yeah. like he doesn't want to. He said it himself. He goes, "I want to stay loyal. I want yeah. to stay here." He wants to stay with the Knicks. Yeah. End of so, the day, uh, he only has one season, and I think the way it's looking right now, he will resign. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Really? Maybe. I I think he wants to resign. The way he's been talking about. Yeah. The way he's been talking about a lot of money. Probably gonna end up paying him like I don't know. Just like a Julius Randle contract. No, if the Knicks can offer him a good extension, then I think he will stay. No uh, question in my mind. Here's here's what I have to say about this. Uh, the Knicks are a team that's uh, that should be uh, rebuilding, right? Now, the we're crucial. Take, we're definitely taking baby steps in that, yeah, like RJ exactly. in the summer, Marcus Morris. Really small exactly. Baby yes. Steps. Really small Mitchell. baby steps. So so here's what I have to say. We need to start taking some bigger steps and uh in order to do that i think the next thing on your list can uh tie yeah. in yeah maybe it can maybe uh it these can. two players you have listed here maybe might be able to so make a difference michael porter jr and kyle kuz maybe maybe I they can make a difference of, yeah yeah I, so I he's get rid of kevin knox kevin knox so, I, I, I feel like maybe. yeah yeah, yeah. like i love kevin knox don't get me wrong but i think where well, he's he not seeing time at all he's not seeing time we yeah. the best thing for right, him right, right now is to just Go. And then this this will hurt you, but also Alonzo Trier. The guy has not been seeing minutes at <laughs> Don't all. Don't right. say it. Right. I, I not, imagine he, he hasn't been seeing minutes. If we did give him What's time. Yeah. If we then did if give, him, did give time. him time, I would love that. That would be is, amazing. Isn't he a restricted free agent after this? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He's a oh restricted free agent. That's terrible. It's just a huge, uh, it's a shame that we're missing this guy. Uh, and watch out when he goes to a different team next year. He's going to have like a breakout season. Break legit. Oh, yeah, of course. For I, sure. Even 100%. though I felt that last year was really his breakout season. Like he had something to prove, proved yeah. it, and then became one of our key players. Right. And then now we put him back to the bench and he's not getting any minutes. So uh, there's that. Now he needs Ellington another breakout season. is just season. collecting dust on that bench. He's right. Not he's only ever problem. good That's against the Brooklyn Nets and we barely used him in that last game against the Nets. He's like yeah. one of those guys you throw in when there's like 20 seconds after you need right. a three. Garbage yeah. time. Yeah, exactly. So just get him out of here. Yeah. Just give us some picks. I don't know. I don't Honestly, know. Yeah. I'm leaning more against sending Randall away now too. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so back to Marcus Morris. Here's what I got to say about him. This is a team that's rebuilding, and in order to take bigger steps, a crucial point to that is young. Young guys. Marcus Morris is not young. And teams are showing interest in him. Now, if we can get something back f- for him, if we can get something relevant for him, that would be amazing. It would. It really would. Because Marcus Morris is not a guy who they should be planning on, keep, on, on keeping. He's not. Because he, his career is not going up. He doesn't have potential. He's going down. He's going is down. He? Yes, he is. Because of his age and because of how long he's been in the league. Mm. 
No, you not don't think so? Really? You don't think so? Do you see the numbers he's putting up? He is putting up good numbers, but how long is this going to be happening for? How long how, how long is this going to be happening for? If we resign him. We don't him. have him for a long... I don't think he's going to resign. Okay, look. If he resigns, then you can give me that argument. Then you can say, okay, listen, the guy is declining. His career is going down. There you go. That's why I don't want to resign him. Or maybe we do resign him and then we trade him with that contract. Oofed. I don't know. What about Julius Randle? Do you think the same about Julius Randle? Julius Randle, I think we should keep because he's young and he has potential and he he could do more Remember, than he's doing now. Remember, Randle's he only do twenty four. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Julius Randle's only twenty four. Exactly. Well, Marcus Morris like 28, 29? Yeah, in his late twenties, early thirties. And then Taj Gibson's like what thirty four? Get out of here, man. Yeah, Taj Gibson Taj needs is to way leave. Past Taj his Gibson prime. needs to leave. Yeah. Taj is way past. Tom, his you even saw it today. You saw yeah. the minutes he was playing. Yeah. It's 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 terrible. It's what terrible. is that? I mentioned just when Taj Gibson was in his prime, and you cannot argue with me on that ever. Yeah, when he was in his prime, he was good on the Bulls with Derrick Rose, yeah. Joe Noah, Kim Noah, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler yeah, Lil Dang. When you when I forgot you about Lil Dang. Yeah. When you mention uh, Young, w- yeah. give me a mock trade. When you want to give away Marcus Morris, a mock trade for Marcus Morris. Yeah. What do you want uh, in exchange for him? He's gonna want, want like to go either out. MPJ or, or Kuz. Picks are picks. amazing. Picks are great. Uh, would you take Kyle Kuzma in return? Uh, yeah. It's a yeah, power forward for a power forward. Yeah, I really would. Because right now, Kyle Kuzma, is uh, he's on the bench. He's a sixth man. And that's not good for him because uh, you know he can he can do better than that. You know he can start. The li- he Why can't start. The li- who are the Lakers starting over? Well, here's their starting lineup. Kuzma. They got uh, <laughs> LeBron. Danny Green. Right, Danny Green. Uh, their small forward. No, their shooting guard is Bradley. Their small forward is Danny Green, and then they got they Anthony Avery Davis. Bradley? Yeah. When did they start yeah. Avery Bradley? I don't remember. Either they're this. starting Avery Bradley or they're starting Rondo they got at some the one. Underdogs on that team. Yeah. Either that or they're starting Rondo, and and they have LeBron at at small forward. Rondo, Danny Green, and LeBron, and then you have uh, I'm gonna Davis be really and, honest, and uh, I think Alex Caruso deserves to start. <laughs> Alex, Caruso. <laughs> don't take me serious. No. Just don't. Okay. So uh, I I would take I would take Kuzma for him because Kuzma is uh. He's actually on my list. He's uh, and, and they they might trade him. They might trade him because yeah. he he has incredible trade value. Why are the Lakers even shopping him? Who? Because Kuzma? I mean, he's a young guy. Yeah, because the Lakers. How long has he been him. in the league for? Two I'll tell years? you why. Three years. Two years. Two. I'll tell you why the Lakers are shopping he was drafted him. Drafted in 2017. Fair enough. Frank, yeah. What were you saying? I'll tell you why the Lakers are shopping Kuzma. Second rounder. Here's why: because Kuzma is uh is a player who deserves to start. Yeah. And he he can do amazing things on the floor. But there's just not enough room for him. There's just not enough uh, space for him on the team. But can I be honest? Give him those minutes that he needs. I, there, then there's that question that begs, do you think the Knicks are going to change his play style, like, mentally? Listen. Because we've seen it happen with DeAndre. Well, we've, we've seen, seen it, it happen, happen with, with Marcus Morris. Morris. Yeah. Did yeah. you see how when he was on the Celtics, it was a completely different uh, right. play style. It was a catch and shoot yes. in the yes. corner. Yes. Now look at him. The guy's doing everything. He's like the mellow. Exactly. For the Knicks. Because yeah. sometimes ISOs, the everything. Knicks can yeah. either... Bring you here or bring, bring you, you down there? Yeah. So that's what I'm scared of. Like, if we do trade for Kuzma, or even if we do trade for Michael Porter Jr., or if we even trade right. Alonzo Trier. I, no, I don't think the Nuggets will give up Michael Porter Jr. And here's why. No, now not. Michael Porter Jr. Is, is next on my list, and it's gonna tie in like this, right? So Michael Porter Jr. He's not on their the, untouchables list. He, but he should be. I, I think he should be. Here's why. Jokic is on there. Jokic is on there. He? 
because uh, I, I don't know why. He should be on the Untouchables. Jokic is untouchable, yeah. yeah. Because in, in the last Jokic couple of games... Jokic is, of course, untouchable. He's their franchise player pretty much at that rate. Him, Gary Harris, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray has yeah. been very inconsistent. Jamal Murray right? has been Jamal Murray has yeah, been true. very inconsistent. That's not good. Okay, so Michael Porter Jr., in the last couple of games, he's uh, shown us who he is. He has told us that he is not messing around here. It's Michael Porter Jr.'s time to come out. The Knicks had a chance to draft him. And yeah. we picked Kevin Knox over That's there. right. That's right. We <laughs> had a chance to draft Kuzma, but we yeah. picked Frank. We had a chance to draft uh, freaking Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. We had a chance to draft Jamal Murray. Oh, wait. Okay, we great. never did because we, we had traded so many that chances. Pick. We had so many chances. All right. Next. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. Uh, I think he can play a, a vital role on this Nuggets team. And uh, I think that he's really the only guy that I'm missing. They have Jamal Murray with that point guard spot. And they have Nikola Jokic. Right, and now they've got themselves a prime small forward, who, when he was in college before the injury, was being compared to Kevin Durant. All right, this this is a guy who can take the ball ISO, and he can do he can do anything in that in that ISO position. He could take a contested mid range. He could take take a three. He, he could go to the basket. He could finish over bigs. All right, he he could do it all. But we've seen in the league's in the league's history how good players can be in college, and once they get to the NBA, just Yes, that's true, but I think that Porter Kwame, Jr. Greg I, Oden. I think that Porter Jr. is not gonna be a bust. I think he's gonna do Kwame. great under under uh, <laughs> Coach Mike Malone. Oh, no, you'll be surprised. He was actually very good in college. Yeah, it Greg was. Oden? Greg Oden was, was actually Greg very Oden good in college. Yeah. NBA too. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it was good, but he was, good. he was a bust. Right, that's true. He was a bust. Yeah. Kwame Brown was good in, the, in college. Yes, yeah. he really was. He was. Be surprised. A he lot. was one of the top college yeah. stars, and then he went to the NBA and became noted nothing as like one. Anthony yeah. Bennett as well. He yeah. was, it was. They're not ah. first picks for nothing. Right. They're not first picks yeah. for nothing. Yeah, then they went true. to the NBA. They all massively, massively disappointed uh, their fans. Yeah. Massively disappointed the team that drafted. You know, it's peak when the Cavaliers get the first pick in the draft lottery two years in a row and waste uh-huh. their picks twice. They didn't even get to have the satisfaction of calling Andrew Wiggins a player of theirs. They didn't get to have that satisfaction. Wow. Well, and yeah. Anthony Bennett was sent straight down to the G League uh-huh. and barely found yep. success in that. Wow. Wow. So, uh, when the Nuggets go to the playoffs, yes, I said when, not if. When the Nuggets go to the playoffs, oh. what kind of role do you think Michael Porter Jr. will play okay, in that Okay, I'm going to answer that question. All right, go ahead. Uh, okay, here we go. Michael Porter Jr. is the type of guy that likes to get the ball on the wing Mm-hmm. And ISO, you got you saw it. Yeah. You saw that play where he yeah. caught the ball, uh-huh. did a little crossover, yeah. step back, and hit the shot. Boom! Yeah, that should be his role in the Nuggets, especially uh-huh. when you're coming off the bench. Okay, you have you already have Will Barton, you have yeah. Gary Harris, you yeah. have Jamal Murray. Off the bench, you have Michael Porter Jr., who has the height. Uh-huh. He's able to attack, and he has a jump shot. Now let me stop you right there, David. Last time he played, Porter Jr. started. Ooh, okay, that I didn't know. Who did yeah. he start along with? Jokic, uh, Jokic, Jamal Murray, right? Uh, regu- the the regular starting lineup, just he. Gary was Harris there. at the two. Yeah, Gary Harris really? at the two. Yeah. So MPJ ran the three. Wow. Yeah. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah, he started. Okay. That's fun. Fine. So That's even fun. if he starts, right? He's a guy that you don't want to sleep on. Listen, exactly. He had crazy injuries when yeah. it came to his back. Like that mm-hmm. was really severe. Right. Uh, he had a surgery that kept him out for a whole season, or mm-hmm. was it was it two seasons, or was it? I don't know. I forget. It was one season, and he didn't he didn't get one minute of playing time. Now is his time to shine. 
Exactly. If he shows the if he shows that he has the potential to play in the NBA and actually hit shots, mm-hmm. he could uh, he could be a good ball player. That's Yo. great. That's amazing. That's exactly what I'm um, saying. He and he has been showing us that this week. He really has. What are you dying from? <laughs> it's 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 amazing. It's amazing what 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 a guy like this could do to a team like this. First of all, you have Nikola Jokic, right? First of all, you have Nikola Jokic. So defenders are going to be crazy over him, over guarding him, right? And then, and then if Jokic gets double teamed, if if the defense is focusing too much on Jokic, they just give it to Porter, and Porter will take over the game. You mentioned Nikola Jokic. Yeah. If he somehow just finds a way to just keep his stamina, uh, yeah, I I don't know what the word Uh is. Just like. You know, not get tired. Like, no, obviously you're gonna get tired. You're a human being, but like. Right, but he gets tired too fast. If he gets a way to maintain it, and you know, because right. he's playing a lot of minutes. He is playing a lot of minutes, yeah. but like, <laughs> I don't know. Fatigue really hits him hard, and then you see when the Nuggets fall like that. It's, yeah. Have you seen him in the playoffs last season? When uh, the fatigue really hit him. Yeah, it, yeah. It was, it was that bad. He it cracked the team. Uh-huh. They choked. Like, y'all drafted a 7-2 center that could do more than you think, and you're Uh not even putting him on your first team. You just sent him down to the G League. (laughs) Solomon, I have a question for you. Yeah. Is Nikola Jokic a post player? Uh, Is Nikola Jokic a post player? That's a great question. He can play the post. He can play the post, but uh, he also is an amazing playmaker. And a stretch big. Yes, that's right. He is a very good stretch big. So, if you gave him the ball in the post, you'd see post plays out Yes, for sure. That's amazing. Yeah, that's a center is. you want. You but want he is one of the shorter size centers center. in the exactly. league. Exactly, he is one of the shorter centers in the league. Like okay. nowadays, that's, we're seeing uh, a lot he's of. He's a short center. He's six ten, six eleven. I mean, it's like okay. That's fine. That's that not. That's not height? short. Yeah. No, I th- that's, that's perfect. I thought because a lot, a lot of the bigger centers that we're looking at now are like seven and above, like Jared Allen, Embiid, uh, Mitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. Okay. What okay, about Paul Mills? Wait, oh, so he started for Paul Millsap. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Paul Millsap is done. Paul Millsap is on the bench. Yeah. Mil- He's Millsap yeah. has been done. After that Bye. injury? Get out of here. After that injury? Oh, my God. Millsap has literally been done. I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. The Atlanta Hawks were good at one point, and then they traded everyone away. Right. Okay, since you mentioned the Atlanta Hawks, yeah. how the hell is Andre Drummond supposed to fit on that oh team? Oh my god. If they were to if they were to Trey Young, John trade. Collins and Andre Drummond on the John same Col- starting lineup. They're, they're gonna clash. Yeah. They're gonna clash. I'll tell you how I'll tell you how Drummond is gonna fit. The the Hawks are gonna give up Collins for him. That's exactly. the only that's the only way. No yeah, but then the Pistons are stiff. That's two power forwards. Who are you gonna have? Uh, well, you're gonna have Trey Young and Andre Drummond. That's it. That's, that's, not, it. that's not a good... Okay. That's Kevin Herter's not that good. Kevin, Kevin Herter's okay. Um, literally... I mean, you saw how many teams are interested Cam Reddish is okay. Yeah. Cam okay. Reddish is, like, just, like, no. borderline acceptable. No, all the Hawks need after that are depth. And what they can do is they can trade away their picks. Because at this stage in the rebuilding process, they're going up. They're, they're on their way up, right, to contention. Now they can trade away their picks because they don't need them because what they have on the court now is Trey Young and Andre Drummond, two okay. All-Stars, right? Yeah. Now all they need now is depth. Once they have that depth to put behind Young and Drummond, then they then they can make a run at, at the finals. Can you share uh, what Andre Drummond told Detroit and what he plans on de- when he plans? Yes. You know. Yes. Uh, now Andre Drummond, he he plans on being loyal to Detroit 
Like uh, now, folks, I don't, I don't really agree with uh, Andre Drummond's uh, comments. Look, I, I understand he's a guy that that uh, doesn't want to just ditch a team like that, right, Salman? He wants, yeah. he wants to be loyal to them, but yeah. at the same time, you're going nowhere with that team. Right. So exactly. I don't understand why would you waste your talent and stay on that team? Blake Griffin's getting you nowhere. Right. Reggie Jackson's getting you nowhere. Now, uh, I'll answer you in a second right after, right after this. This is a quote uh, from Andre Drummond himself. I was never brought up to be a quitter. If I start somewhere, I try to finish there. Try to complete the mission, which is to win a championship in Detroit. I love being here. I would love to play here the rest of my career. Wow. Okay? Those are now, crazy. Now, David, you say, you say uh, he's going nowhere with this team, right? And, Cap. Uh, and uh, listen, I, I agree with you. It's not going on here, but listen... If Andre Drummond wants to be loyal to his team, then that's what's going to happen. He's going to be loyal to his team. It doesn't matter who's surrounding him. It doesn't matter who's loyal. Yeah, Yeah, listen. The team's not going to do good. You're right. They're not. But Drummond's going to stay loyal. It doesn't matter who's on the team. It doesn't matter how they're doing. It doesn't matter how many wins they're getting. Where they are in the playoffs. It doesn't matter. He's going to stay on that team. This ties into what you said about Marcus Morris. No problem. You want to be loyal? Be loyal. Can I be honest, though? Like, let me just... But in for a second, I feel like the Pistons are building around Drummond. They the Hawks be. can't build. The Hawks can't really build around Andre Drummond. They're more focused on building around Trey Young, like their younger star. That's their only right. star, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's right. It's I true. haven't seen anything from John Collins this season. Nothing standing. Cam Reddish out. is okay. Yeah. Trey Young has been. Cam going Reddish crazy. has not showed us uh, uh, anything. He's really. been okay. He's I mean, been. He not even. <laughs> he's honestly like. What's sad is that he's so far having a better NBA season than Zion Williamson you is. You know, since you're talking <laughs> okay, about... Okay, well, that's not fair to say because Zion hasn't played a single game in the NBA. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> We're talking about NBA seasons right now. No one even mentioned Kelly Oubre. Oh, Kelly Oubre's happy. Kelly Oubre. is Our favorite off. straight guy. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's been going off. Oh, yeah, he really has. Him and Dwight Howard must love playing each other. Oh, okay, jeez. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kelly Oubre, yeah, he's having a great season. And uh, if you look at the Suns, the Suns, well, the Suns had, had are amazing, crazy. Yeah. The Suns did have an Yo. amazing start. The Suns had an amazing well. start when Aiden was out. But then once Aiden came back, came back for some reason, that that uh, yeah, that that amazing start that they had it just. Who did stopped. they beat that really shocked me this season? Like I'm trying to remember. The Clippers. Oh yeah 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 facts 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 facts. Um, when they didn't have, uh, what's his name? They didn't have Ian. Aaron Baines was going off. Aaron Baines is a brick wall. Yeah. He's, he, a, he's a tough guy. He's, he gets dunked he gets on a lot. The Australian yeah. beast. Yo, Baines. Honestly, I loved him in Boston. So really like seeing him yeah. play super well in Phoenix, I'm mm-hmm. not surprised at all. They have uh, they have yeah. a couple of good pieces. They have they do. Really they really do. Sarich, no one's Dario so Sarich, young yeah. young though. It's like. <laughs> I guess not. I guess Unless, it's that time that Devin Booker's not so young, young. Uh, Devin Booker's been in the league for a bit. Ricky yeah. Rubio has been a big Ricky uh, Rubio. Ricky yeah. Rubio's oh, yeah, been for a big sure. help 100%. to them. That's he really so has. True. That was He's the X factor in this off season. Yeah. Uh, Rubio was the X factor in this off season for them. Uh, I I think that that's it. That's all I have on my list today. Right. And that is all the time we have for this week. Right. Kevin as Love was well. next. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. Yeah. We got everything out. Got so everything Solomon. out there. Got some more stuff out there. This is Mikey. This Solomon. Is David. Solomon. And before you go, uh, we'd like to just re-mention our thoughts and prayers do go out to David Stern and his family. Yes. Uh, as Solomon mentioned before, he's done a lot for the NBA. He really has. And 
once again, our thoughts and prayers do go out to him, and we all send our condolences. One of the best Jews ever in sports. Rest in peace, David Stern. Legend. Goodbye. Well, we look forward to seeing you next episode. Once again, this is David. Solomon. And Mikey.